Hello, and welcome to Quite Quirky, because the world needs more outrageous and quirky women. I am your host and your creator, Stephanie Berlin. Some people call me puss. My dad calls me poopsie. Feel free to call me whatever you want. I'm so excited to be talking about Quite Quirky. Love Quite Quirky. Quite Quirky is a world of freedom. It's a place where you leave all judgments at the door. For me, Quite Quirky is where I can openly share my life experiences and my journeys through yoga and film. And in turn, I hope you share your stories with me. Quite Quirky started and still is a website where I discuss my passion for movies and and yoga. Disclaimer, I am not a film reviewer. I don't review film with judgment. I just try to shed new lights and new points of views based on things I'm going through in my personal life. I'm hoping for future podcasts to have guests on my show, guests of all different calibers. I want to hear their stories. I want to hear their struggles. I want to hear their passions and how they cope. Today will just be me. I'm telling my story and how I cope with yoga and film. So for those of you who know me, prepare to know me better. And for those of you who don't know me, please strap on your belts tightly. I am a complex person. I am unique. I have a lot of love to give. Sometimes I like talking in various accents. Sometimes I can be self-deprecating. I am peculiar and unexpected. Some people have told me that I am outlandish and eccentric, but I'm just me, quite quirky. I dance to the beat of my own drum. I always have. Formalities have never really been my thing. However, since I'm podcasting, I do think I owe you all a bit of an explanation as to who I am and why I'm here and why I want to tell my story. To shamelessly quote Game of Thrones, my swords or my dragons that propel me forward are film and yoga. They are the fuel that drives my soul. I skate through movies and I heal through yoga. I want to know what your fuel is. I just turned 30 this past October, and my journey thus far has been anything but dull, and it also hasn't been easy. I've had so many obstacles that I've had to face. I also feel that it's just the beginning. My love for cinema began when I was a little girl. I've always been a a visual learner So being able to watch characters on screen and understand what they're going through in lifelike situations spoke to my emotions. Sometimes I found myself, or I find myself, more attached to the characters than the actual story, depending on what movie I watch. If you go on my website, stephanieberlin.com, you can read the review I wrote of Lady Bird, and it's not a review in terms of judging it that it's good or bad but I connected to the storyline of the mother-daughter relationship she says in the film my mom is hard on me because she loves me a lot it's a very similar dynamic that I have at home and that's the kind of things I want to touch upon in movies every artist or director or writer has a story to tell and that is their art form Human beings communicate with stories. And movies are kind of 
well, maybe they're a way to speak on those emotions. The first movie I saw, gosh, when I was a little girl, was Beauty and the Beast. I loved Beauty and the Beast. Belle was the ultimate female protagonist for me. She was strong-willed. She defied what the norm was in society. I, I certainly do. Um, and now I just wish Belle was my wife because she's super cute. I'm going through a bi-curious phase right now, side note. Anyway, I want to keep on track. I'm a rambler. Um, so movies have just always been in my life, and they're just so rad. So I'm currently living in Chicago. Uh, By day, I run film publicity at the Music Box Theater, which is a fantastic art house establishment here. And by night, I'm pod, I'm pod, pod quirky. I'm quite quirky. There's a little play on words there. Uh, Chicago is my hometown. Um, It is definitely a difficult place for me. Um, It hits on a lot of the struggles I've had in the past, um, but my family's here and I love my family very much. So I moved back to Chicago four years ago, and that's really when this whole journey began, because when I moved home, my world completely fell apart. So prior to moving home, I lived in New York City, and I love New York City. Sometimes I find myself going back so often that I feel like I have more of a life there than I do here. So when I lived in New York City, I immediately started working in film right after college. I went to Syracuse University. Uh, I worked for this woman named Peggy Siegel, and we did a lot of film events, Oscar campaigns, uh, and I was her personal assistant. It was a really difficult job. It was a 24-hour, seven-day-a-week gig, but I learned a lot, and I learned to work under pressure. And then from there, I worked at a production and development company called Start Motion Pictures. Uh, There, uh, we would read scripts, we would package films. Both jobs taught me so much of what goes into making a film, the ins and outs of the entertainment industry. It was so interesting. So when I lived in New York, I had this underlying sadness, always. And I couldn't really figure out why, because I had great friends, I had a really good life, but something just didn't feel right. And I I just could not figure this out. And it didn't matter how skinny I got, how hard I worked, didn't matter how many impulsive article of clothings I would buy, something was missing. I had zero luck in the dating department. I still do. I would date guys who liked me, but I didn't like them. Or I would, air quote, fall in love with guys that were so wrong for me and would treat me like shit. Very cliche, but that's what I was going through. So after much contemplation and a lot of thought, I decided that moving back to Chicago could be a really good move for me. I felt like the stars were in line. My lease and my apartment was up and my roommate, Sarah, was gonna move in with her now husband, Evan. And we love Sarah and Evan. Um, But I was also dealing with an eating disorder that was coming back in my life that I had struggled with. Um, And I thought, you know, I've learned so much in New York. I wanna bring it back to Chicago. 
It could be a bigger fish in a smaller pond there. Let's try it out. Yeah, that was a really great idea. I'm kidding. Everything happens for a reason. But like I said, that's when my story started. (sighs) Depression. Oh, depression. I have depression. And I think I've always had depression. I don't think I was quite in touch with it when I was younger. I certainly felt it. But, you know, as you grow up and you gain experiences, you you become more in touch with yourself. At least that's what happened with me. I was at such a vulnerable point in my life with zero direction. I couldn't find a job. That The depression just took over. There were days that I was not functioning. I could barely get out of bed. My depression was in the driver's seat and me, quite quirky, the girl who's supposedly outlandish and wild and outspoken was nowhere to be found. Throughout this time of desperate struggle, I was was and am lucky enough uh, to just have the most amazing support system that comprised of family and friends. Most people know this. Obviously, those of you who don't know me, why would you know this? Um, I ended up checking into an outpatient program called Compass. And we can talk more about this as the story goes on. But I've been to Compass twice because depression is real, people. So Compass is an outpatient uh, therapy program that comprises of group therapy and individualized therapy. I was so scared when I first went. I felt like I had this life in New York. I had this career that I had developed and worked so hard at. And now I'm back in my hometown of Chicago going to outpatient. I mean, it was such a hard thing to accept. And I was so quiet and embarrassed and shamed when I first started going. And I realized after going five days a week for a few hours that I wasn't alone. I mean, there are people there that that had different struggles, similar struggles, and we were able to talk about it and share our experiences. And that was so vital to my recovery. I also started going on meds. Um, At first, I was very resistant to that. My mom would always say, Steph, why don't you try it? What do you have to lose? And I was like, no, I need to solve this myself. I can't take meds to solve my problems. That's not who I am. And what I learned is the meds just make my lows not feel so low. I mean, there's a lot of other things that go into that, but it certainly helps. And I had some trial and error with a bunch of different meds. Um, I started on Wellbutrin, which I loved because it curbed my appetite, which was completely unhealthy for me, considering my history with food. And then I tried Zoloft and it wasn't helping. And then I just went off on my own, which completely brought me into another meltdown. And now I'm in a very healthy, happy relationship with Lexapro. So during this time of my intense therapy is when my yoga practice really came into play. I started practicing yoga at Core Power with my best friend and my cousin, Natalie. And if you look on my social media feeds, 
you'll see a lot of Natalie. Uh, I call Natalie cuz, and she's amazing. Natalie's gonna come on the next episode of my podcast, so we'll talk more about cuz then. But cuz and I would go to yoga, and the series of breath to movement practice completely allowed my mind to shut off in the best possible, most organic way. I did yoga teacher training. I studied the history of yoga. And the more I educated myself on the practice, the more I understood how relevant it is to everyday life. So during this time of going to Compass and doing yoga, I wanted to take these passions and turn it into a business. And it was a really hard marriage to formulate yoga movies. Like what the fuck do these things have in common? So I ended up meeting with this girl named Jessica Zwieg. She just started a new company called the Simply Be Agency and it's a personal branding agency. And at the time I remember I was following a bunch of yogis on Instagram. I, like For example, I was following um, Hilaria Baldwin, who's married to Alec Baldwin. She's a, yogi, she's a yogi. She owns a studio in New York. And she would take these outlandish pictures. I keep using the word outlandish. She would take these pictures, you know, of her doing yoga in the streets of New York City. She was on taxi cabs. She incorporated yoga into everyday life. You know, she would do dancer's pose, which uh, is a pose where you lift your right arm and your left leg goes backwards. Um, she do dancers pose like pouring a cup of coffee, you know, incorporating yoga into everyday life. And it felt so unnatural that it was just natural to me because I understood yoga. So Jess helped me incorporate the marriage of yoga and film. So when I talk about films, as I said at the beginning of the podcast, I talk about them in a completely non-judgmental way. Knowing that each yoga pose that I do has a diverse and unique meaning or theme associated with it. So in a way, it's like telling a story, just like movies do. Some yoga poses focus on the root of your being, you know, like who is your true self, who is your authentic self, some movies bring us characters who are on a path of self-discovery. So do you see that correlation? Other yoga postures focus on the heart chakra. You know, you're opening your heart up. You're opening your heart up to receive and give love. Some films tell stories, well, a lot of films tell stories that deal with love, like tap into any romantic comedy. So it's all relative. Do you see where I'm going with this? Like, for example, Hypothetically, I could rate Pretty Woman with any yoga pose that has to deal with the heart chakra. I endlessly discover connections to the characters, to the writing, to the filmmaking, to costume design with yoga. Film is art to me. And with art, people react diff differently. My favorite movie could be a movie that you don't like, and that's okay because film is universal. So instead of rating film with two thumbs up or four stars, I want to rate it with yoga. So now that you know my story and you know my experiences, we'll dive into more of this as time goes on and as I get to know you. 
I will talk more about my depression, more details of what went into that, how I suffered, um, just to open up conversation. I, I just want to talk to everyone um, and share this stuff. So I am going to draw a bath right now. You might be able to hear it in the background. I'm a big bath taker. Hopefully, eventually, when I get more savvy at this, we'll be podcasting from the tub. So I'm going to go pour myself a little glass of vino and just relax. But I want to hear from you. I will answer any questions. Reach out to me at Stephanie Hannah Berlin.